Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an actor, theater nerd, and improv practitioner. He's performed in venues from Dallas to Beijing. On the road now with the national tour of An Officer and a Gentleman, the musical, as Officer Candidate Zuniga, we welcome Blake Saceda. Hey, thanks for having me. Blake, let's go beyond Mike. You've been on the road since October after getting the role in August of 2021. How did the first performance in Elmira, New York go? Man, it, it was a dream come true. It really was. This is my first like big professional gig. And when we were in Elmira, it was our tech. So we were really putting the show together, putting all the technical aspects together. And being on that stage, it was like the little kid inside of me was was just so excited. And it was just a dream come true. And the audience loved it. And hearing the audience's feedback that first time made everything worth it. All the rehearsal process, all the time we spent with it. It was it was magical. As this is your first national tour, how have the more experienced cast members given you the hell? The, Come on, rookie. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, they're terrible people to work with. I, <laughs> I hate them all. They are every day. It's, you know, am I going to make it out alive? Are they going to bully me into you know another crying fit? You, no, it's, <laughs> it's really a, you know, they're all really encouraging. There's a handful of people who have done this a really long time. And, you know, they always give really solid advice. You know, the biggest piece of advice that one of them gave me that I really took to heart was take care of yourself. Like, this is a long road. This is a a full nine-month tour. So if there's ever a day where you don't feel right and your body's telling you something, you got to listen to your body. You know, you got to put yourself first. You got to prioritize yourself. And then just also enjoying the little things. Like, every city we go to has some little charm or something to offer and really make the most of those experiences, you know. But they've been really great. How is this different from your theater experience in the past? Yeah, great question. Uh, Doing this show eight times a week, sometimes we have, you know, 12 show runs within a week or within a given time span. And it's a lot, you know, picking up and having to do a show every night and trying to consecutively give the best show you can. It's draining. So compared to other things I've done, just the pure stamina that this show requires is unlike anything I've ever done. It's honestly something that nobody could have warned us about just because you don't know until you do it, but definitely getting your head in the right space and trying to prepare yourself daily for what you're about to do. Cause the show is so physical. It's exhausting, but it's so worth it in the end. But definitely the fact that, you know, I've never done a show this many times for this amount of time. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. How much weight have you lost or had to regain during the performance of this show as it is so physical? Oh, man. Now to the personal questions. I mean, I try not to look at the scale as much. (laughs) You know, I try not to uh, get sad. But, uh, yeah, I have noticed that I've put on a lot of muscle mass in just the few months that we've been doing the show and rehearsing the show. Like I said, the show is so physically demanding. I think we do something between, like, some people do like between 50 to 100 push-ups per show, and that doesn't include like doing all the all the hit training we basically do, doing all the pull-ups, doing all the wall climbing. So all of that in one show is a lot, and then when we have two show days, it's even more. And then when we have two two show days back to back, it it your body goes through a lot. So I don't really look at the number on the scale, but I do, you know, I do try to be gentle with myself and realize that this is a long process. Notice the little little winds here and there. 
Now, stars are hard on judging their own performance. Blake, how hard is it every night? You might be getting a standing ovation, but you know in your heart you had something left in the tank to give. Yeah, 100%. That's just the the problem with being a performer is that every performance you're going to, you're going to feel like you lacked something and then you're going to want to try and, you know, re-implement that in the next show. But then in that process, you're going to forget something else. And it all circles back to being gentle with yourself and, you know, being really easy on yourself because you're not going to give everything you have in one performance. You're going to have to get over it. (laughs) You know, you're going to have to get over yourself eventually and just know that each show is completely different. Each environment's different. Each audience is different. And you just got to go from there. Where did you get your love of theater? I got my love of theater through, I mean, honestly, I went to a really great high school with a really great, you know, theater program. And more than that, I went to a high school that funded the arts. First of all, let's start there. If you don't fund the arts, there's, you don't really have much, which is so unfortunate. But I went to a school that was honestly like a four-year conservatory. Um, and I learned a lot about the industry. I learned a lot about kind of what my place would be in the industry. And I learned what good theater was. So I really credit a lot of my love and a lot of my interest to my theater teachers growing up and also national tours that came and went through Dallas. So getting to do that now and hopefully inspiring some 12-year-old kid in the audience, that would, that would be enough for me. That would be full circle. Now, how many shows have your parents, family members showed up for? And is it different when you know they're in the audience? Yes. I mean, so uh, my family, I think they've come to, I have family coming to the show tonight, actually. I think I want to say probably five times, five different shows they've come to. And yeah, it's completely different. I like fully dissociate. I don't want to talk to anyone. (laughs) Uh, Emily Franklin, who is a cast member, she, right before the show started, she came up to me. She's like, are you okay? are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Do I not look okay? And she's like, no, you just you look kind of, you look kind of worried. And this is like well into our run. And then at intermission, she was like, your family was here, weren't they? And I was like, yes, they were here. <laughs> I was like, shut up. Don't, don't say, just let me be. But no, when my parents come or when any of my friends come, I'm like, do not tell me where you're sitting. I don't want to know. You're just in the abyss somewhere. Don't tell me. Cause that's, all I'm going to think about. That's like telling a theater actor, good luck before they go on stage. You just don't do that. Break a leg. Shut up. Shut up. We're with Blake Sussetta from the national tour of an officer and a gentleman, the musical. And it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. There is no pressure, Blake. Great. Which family member makes the best tortillas? My grandma. No, that was a, that, that's an easy question. What are the other seven? Come on. <laughs> if you weren't an actor, would you like to have played baseball or run the 5,000 meters in track? Because I got to give you credit for the 2157 time in 10th grade. Yeah, thank you. Uh, baseball. Baseball players are much cooler. Anytime I run cross country or track, the thought in my head would always be, why am I doing this? <laughs> why, why would anyone do this? Baseball, 1,000%. You've had several different hairstyles throughout the years. Which hairstyle photos are you trying to keep off the internet at all costs? I don't know why I straightened my hair. I don't know why I ever thought that was a good idea. (laughs) High school was different. High school hit different. Yeah, embrace your real hair. I promise. I promise people will appreciate it. Don't straighten it. It damages your hair, too recovering for years most unusual thing you've ever done on a date <laughs> oh my i lied about not being an actor what 
I did. I don't know why. I, I totally said that I was a, I was a law student. Did they buy it? I mean, I'm an actor, so I hope so. So what's one life story you plan on telling your grandchildren? Uh, probably about the time when I was in Germany and me, my brother and sister-in-law went to Paris for a day, just a day. Took the train up there, walked around, probably walked about 10 miles. My feet have never hurt more in my life. And then took the train back and then went to sleep. I was like 15. Who's your favorite country music star? Oh, easy. Casey Musgraves. And if people try and come for me and tell me she's not country, she started there. I will say a picture of young you at a Pat Green concert is what America's all about. Fake tattoo and everything. Hey, that was my first tattoo. It, I should probably recreate it, but it's, it's a full-on eagle coming out of my chest. Who is the nickname Corgi from the Oklahoma City University competitive palm and dance team? That was Mackenzie Fox. Mackenzie Fox. She just loves Gorgies. So we called her Corgi. What's your favorite moment from the Kappa Sig formal? I would give you a favorite moment if I could remember it. It's time for the back half with Blake Sauceda on the road in the national tour of an officer and a gentleman in the musical. Blake, how did watching Jesse Mueller change the way you want to be a Broadway star? I've never seen someone tell a story like Jesse Mueller. Um, I saw her in Waitress right when she was finishing up her run there. And then I saw her again in Carousel and she is so authentic and genuine. Every word she says means something. And that truly changed the way I thought about theater. And I thought about performing. She is unlike anything I've ever seen. You performed all around the world, Dallas to right. Beijing. Yeah. So what's that best stage you've ever been on? <sighs> the one where you looked out and you went, Oh my, I want to say, where was it? I think it was, I think Wilmington, is that North Carolina or South Carolina? One of the Carolinas. That house was beautiful. I mean, it was completely ornate. It was so detailed. It was huge. Also, the Smith Center in Vegas was massive, massive. Sat nearly 3,000 people. It, it was just so many decks. It was insane. Probably, no, you know, I would say the Smith Center. 1,000%. It was huge. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. How have you evolved as an actor since you've begun this path? You know, when I started being an actor, um, I would always take things very seriously. I would take everything seriously. There was no nuance about it. It was what it was, and I had to, I had to be really serious about it. And I guess it's just a growing up thing where you realize that, you know, you don't have to take everything so personally. Some things happen just because they happen. And... I think as an actor, taking that edge off, because we, we deal with so much stress on a daily basis anyway, but taking that stress off has really opened me up to more opportunities, honestly. And it's also calmed me down in the audition process, or it's calmed me down in rehearsal, you know, understanding that I'm enough. I, I'm trained. I'm ready to go. I can do this. This is what I was meant to do. Yeah, just not taking everything so seriously. So what's your favorite Broadway musical? You can go old school, new school. doesn't matter to me. Rent. Okay. So what's your dream musical you'd love to perform in? Dream musical. I usually have a list of this. I should, I should know this right off the top of my head. Well, no, I'd love to be Mark in Rent. I think that would be so fun. I would also like to be um, Mark in Chorus Line as well, Mark Anthony. I think that would be, I think that'd be really, really fun. But no, definitely Mark and Rent. It's just, and now with all this tick, tick, boom, uprising, everyone now is suddenly a fan of Jonathan Larson. It's like I was here from the beginning. Okay, don't try, don't try, don't test me, don't act brand new. No, definitely Rent. Haters gonna hate. 
Who inspires you every day? You know, I would say my stepmom. My stepmom, Juana. She, uh, she's in the military. And, you know, whenever I'm having a bad day or I feel like, you know, can things, can they get worse and then they get worse? I always think about her because she is the most resilient person I know. And that's just something that the military teaches you. It's like something happens, you got to bounce back and you got to bounce back quickly. And she taught me that from a very young age. And, you know, she's so well established in the military and I mean, it's insane. She is insane um, in the best way. And I, I think about her all the time and I love her immensely. But yeah, I think about her. Now, is there some sort of competition between you and your stepmom? Who can do the most push-ups or who can do the most chin-ups? Um, you know, I, she, she'd never say so, but uh, I do kind of always want to one-up her. But no, I, I think I text her all the time with any military question that I have about the show. Um, like one of uh, the guy who plays the drill sergeant, he, um, he has all these embellishments on his chest. And I was like, I... I don't know what these mean. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to my stepmom and she was like, it means this, 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 and this goodbye. And I was like, cool. Thanks. So, <laughs> so Blake, she, Blake, that's what they mean. Go do your acting thing. Bye. Click. Yeah. Go, go. I'm good at my job <laughs> and you're good at yours too. Who else in your family was the first to call you and say, yes, you did it. My, uh, my godparents. <laughs> Is that a good answer? <laughs> They're like my aunt and uncle, but my godparents, especially my godmother, she called me right after and she was like, I, she's like right after, well, she called me right after I got the job and she found out kind of through the grapevine because I was going to tell everyone at once, but I guess my dad told her, but she called me right after and she was like, I knew, I knew you, I knew this would happen. Like you've been working at this so hard. She's one of my biggest cheerleaders, but she was so excited for me um, back in Elmira when we did our first show and she's wanting to see the show really soon and I can't wait for her to see it. It's always interesting where you get your first check. So do you remember where your first performance where you got a check for doing theater? Oh, I think I was doing. Oh, no, it was Mamma Mia. I got my first check from ABBA. So and I've done Mamma Mia three times since. So ABBA is keeping the lights on. Knowing that, what is your favorite ABBA song? SOS. I literally, I heard it this morning in the coffee shop too. And I was like, this is why it's popular because you can't get it out of your head. Time to take a look at the social media post Blake made in the past and see if he can remember it. You said on social media, quote, Diego Rivera and Frida Kahlo have always been reminders for me to never forget my heritage and background. Your roots are right where you stand, unquote. How important are your roots for you, your family, and your future? It's everything. My family means everything to me. Um, I come from a Latino background, so my family is from Mexico and there's not a lot of theater. There's not a lot of new theater, especially that showcases what it means to be Latino in America. There's just not. And whenever a role is presented to you, especially this one, right off the bat, I was like, that's who I want to play. And my character Zuniga, he's, he's Latino and it was really special to me. And I felt like it was a huge responsibility that I get to play someone like that, that I get to kind of showcase what, I mean, honestly, less of what I've been through, but what my family went through when they immigrated here. You know what I mean? He goes through, he talks about so much about how no one in his family finished high school. He was the first one, you know, no one in his family went to college. He was the first one. So being the first, a lot of my uncles and aunts, they were the first to do a lot of things. So I don't take that lightly. And 
you know, my roots, they influence me every day. And it's honestly, it's something I think about when I pray before each show, I, I thank God for giving me the best job in the world. And, you know, I, I try not to forget why I'm doing it. You know, I'm doing it really for my family and I'm doing it for visibility so that again, someone in the audience, someone young, maybe can see me and can see me and themselves and be like, that's, that's representation because representation fully matters. As a military child, does this role hit you differently? Yeah. One, 1000%, you know, the military is its own beast and you know, we can sit here and we can, we can kind of bash it. And at the same time, we could totally accredit uh, the amazing things it's done for people and families and communities. And I mean, I, I spent time in Germany. I've been all over and having this experience and kind of having the, the understanding the nuances that only people who are in the military or who were military brats will kind of understand that really feeds my performance. And I've been able to kind of help other people when they have questions about like, what does this mean? And, and is, is, my, is this, is my understanding of this right? So, yeah, I mean, it's a show that really represents the military. Well, I'm 1000% agree. The military is full of so many different people and all the officer candidates on stage are completely different people as is life. Like, the military isn't always just a, a cookie cutter, one size fits all type of personality. It's not. And that's what I really love about our show. How is an officer and a gentleman, the musical different from any other theater performance? I will say right off the bat, the sheer physicality of what the actors are doing on stage is something that Broadway national tours haven't seen in a really long time. Cause it's not just dancing. Like I said, we're doing push-ups, pull-ups, we're climbing a wall, we're doing full-on hit exercises while we're belting our faces off. It's, that itself is impressive, I think. And everyone who's seen the show, friends and family, that's always the first thing out of their mouth. They're like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. That is something unlike anything that is mainstream theater right now. And I think it's really special. Like, what do you want for your future? I want to be happy. What will make you happy? Creating meaningful art that helps people you know i don't jake i don't take my job lightly at all i think that what artists do whether you're a visual artist a dancer an actor a singer i think it's all important because you help people for two two and a half hours escape whatever they're going through and that sounds cheesy but it's really true it's a great outlet and distraction for people and it and it means a lot to people so yeah i want to be happy i want to uh, I want to have a family. I, I want to keep making meaningful art. Blake Sauceda from the national tour of an officer and a gentleman, the musical joins us beyond the mic. And it's time for one big question. As you begin your career doing what you love, what do you tell the kid in school who's nervous about trying out for theater? I mean, what do you say to them to say, it's okay. Okay. Just do it. I would tell them that it's going to be worth it. Why? At one point in your life, in several points in your life, it's, all going to be worth it. All the hard work, all the, you know, anxiety, fear, anything you're feeling right now, good or bad. I promise it's all going to be worth it. Talk about that amazing cast and how you've been forced to come together after doing eight shows a week, sometimes nine when you got doubles back to back, you really have to form a family. It's a community in all aspects of the work. And I'm, I mean that like we all completely rely on each other and lean on each other because aside from us, 
going to work and being with each other all day, every day, we all have separate lives back at home. We all have family issues. We all have other issues that we have. And so we all deal with that separately, but it's nice to lean on each other. But everyone in the cast, like I, I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago and I said, you know, it's, it's really cool to be a part of a process where you know that you're going to be friends with these people for the rest of your life. And I mean that. What else I've also learned is when a, especially a national tour is being cast, they also, they don't, the people behind the table don't necessarily exclusively look at your talent. They also can sense the type of person you are when you walk into the room. And that, that all gets factored in. Like, yeah, you could be extremely talented, but I heard you yelling at someone outside. Do we want that person with us in our ecosystem for the next nine months? You know, it's, it's almost less about your talent and more about who you are as a person. And I feel like everyone in our show, you know, met those requirements. And also while being immensely talented and gifted, you know, you can't be a jerk. You can, especially in this industry, everybody knows everyone or everybody knows someone who knows you. You got to be a good person. You have to be a decent person. And everyone I've worked with completely is. And that's why we all get along so well. What's that favorite thing you do when you're on the road? The one thing you consistently do no matter where you are in a new city? Uh, I try to look for the most obscure like coffee shop, like small coffee shop. Because I don't know. I always came from the school of thought it's like all coffee tastes the same until this tour. I was like, wow, it really, it really doesn't. Every coffee shop has its own little uniqueness to it. And so I, I really look forward to that every time we get to a new city. Blake, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Blake Sauceda. That's S-A-U-C-E-D-A, like sauce, da, uh, 23. Blake Sauceda, 23. Yeah, that's mainly where I, that's, that's where I try to keep everyone updated on my life. Blake Sauceda's grandma makes the best tortillas. He once lied about being an actor and is inspired by his stepmom in the military. See Blake and an officer and a gentleman, the musical coming to a city near you. Blake, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.